the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Always fun to talk with Patrick O'Hare, and that tells you something about my mentality. Mark, Chief Market Strategist uh, with Briefing.com. If it's fun, there's a Wall Street angle for me. So, Mr. O'Hare, how are you? Hey, Rob. I'm doing fine. Thanks. Good to be back with you. One um, of the big stories of the what are the what are the big stories in the market right now? Not of necessarily of the day, but of the market. Well. Um, you know, it, it kind of is the story of the day. It's been the story of the market all year. We've been kind of like uh, stuck with this um, um, impasse, if you will, between Greece and the Troika and them trying to renegotiate uh, the, the debt bailout. Uh, and you can layer on top of that the ongoing uncertainty, uh, drama surrounding Russia and Ukraine. And then, um, and but I think, you know, probably one of the real uh, major themes of this year so far, to me anyway, is just how the uh, rosy narrative that prevailed at the end of 2014 hasn't um, necessarily um, uh, come up smelling roses, if you will. Um, you know, we've had a good bit of disappointing economic data. Um, we've had a lot, of, a good bit of volatility, um, and just not getting any strong sense of. Uh, you know, conviction here on the part of buyers and sellers as uh, we continue to hear on one end about the Fed being on the cusp of raising rates, and on the other end we hear a number of other major central banks cutting rates because of economic weakness. So it's kind of a, just a real sort of mess of things at the moment, and so you're getting this churn and rotation in the market as uh, people try to figure out what to do. One of the things I keep coming back to in my reporting of financial media is Jobs numbers look pretty good. Again, I'm not really on the street of Oakland, you know, hanging out in St. Louis. I'm not really looking at how it's tracking in, you know, the deep, deep regions of Louisiana. Uh, but uh, the jobs numbers look pretty good, and if they're pretty good, that should drive the auto market, and it should drive the housing market, and it should drive the serv- those two things could help drive the services market. Um, is that not? Am I simplifying it too much to the jobs? No, and I think that's the great conundrum right now, is that what you're saying is, on paper, it all looks pretty good. I mean, you're getting uh, 200,000-plus non-farm payroll gains, um, you know, month after month. Uh, The uh, job gains are fairly broad-based by industry, uh, which is nice to see. Uh, but for some strange reason, you're not seeing the um, you're not seeing that all translate into um, robust spending activity on the part of the consumer. Um, Briefing.com's chief economist Jeff Rosen, uh, you know, would point out uh, that you know with 
the January employment report, you saw a seven, uh, 0.7% increase in aggregate earnings, and yet we had the really uh, disappointing um, retail sales number, and the two just didn't sync up with, with core retail sales. That's retail sales that exclude gas stations, autos, and building materials, up just 0.2%. So what that suggested is that consumers are still um, deferring to saving their money as opposed to spending it. Uh, and, and it's a really curious case right now because we certainly have heard a lot about how the drop in gasoline prices should uh, uh, increase the discretionary spending power for the consumer along with the uh, bump in uh, earnings we're seeing as uh, job growth picks up. And so um, it's a really uh, uh, Tough situation to figure out, frankly. It's got a lot of people puzzled, uh, but that does seem to be what everyone's looking for is for this wage growth to, to shine through and stronger spending, uh, which will ultimately lead to stronger business investment, which then drives higher lending activity and, and ultimately a, a, an economy that can hit escape velocity, and, uh, and that's not where it is right now. The part of the world that seems to be in crisis mode the most right now, Europe, Obviously, with Greece and the issues of debt and stay in the ECB, don't stay in the ECB, then you get the Ukraine scenario with Russia. Uh, and yet, when you look at the markets, Mr. O'Hare, they're the best markets, right? They're the ones yeah. that are performing the best, even though they have the most crisis going on comparatively to the United States. That's right. Um, you know, many of them didn't do so hot last year, though, uh, relative to the U.S., and I think a lot of the I don't know if I should say a lot of, but a good bit of anyway, uh, of these negative scenarios um, uh, that you know started to filter in last year, and so you saw, you know, those markets underperform, and so, um, so now you approach it with this mentality that you know, negative news has been priced into those averages, and then you throw on top of that the you know ECB's quantitative easing program, and you know interest rates that are. Uh, you know, negative in many instances, and, and uh, the perspective is that uh, there's more room for upside potential here than downside risk, and that's, I think, has helped afford those markets uh, a measure of relative strength here early in 2015. But, um, you know, there's there's some, some risk in that mentality, obviously, but uh, I think that a lot of people are just, you know, falling back on the notion that, um, you know, the U.S. Federal Reserve is is arguably at the end of its uh, period of extreme policy largesse and is going to look to start taking things away, whereas uh, the ECB has just now um, dived into the whole QE program and is a lot uh, further away from taking things away. So you're playing that easy, easy money uh, policy trade, uh, and it certainly has uh, played out well for those markets in early uh, 2015. So what you're saying is when the European Central Bank had Mario Draghi said, we're going to do something akin to the United States, almost, and I'm not putting words in your mouth, I'm putting words in my mouth, almost nothing else matters. Like there could be nuclear explosions in Europe, there could be wars in Europe, there could be countries leaving the euro, but as long as there's you know, quantitative easing, as long as there is monetary policy that is stimulative, that's rock, scissors, paper, that seems to win. Well, yeah, I mean, other things Other things matter. I mean, earnings obviously matter. It's just that this sure. uh, policy largesse seems to matter a lot more. Um, you know, that uh, traders just fall back on the notion that you don't fight your central bank. 
Um, they're telling you, uh, we want you to buy risk assets. You know, go buy stocks. <laughs> you know, and and they're they're creating the environment to do that. Um, so it, it, it's 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 a really screwy situation. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but you can't really argue with uh, the performance in light of you know you got an economy that's you know fighting to stay out of recession. Uh, you have disinflation, uh, you know, bordering on deflation. Um, you have double-digit unemployment rate in the eurozone. So you know nothing really great. <laughs> fundamentally speaking, from an economic standpoint, other than the fact that interest rates are so low. And so the presumption is that, um, you know, uh, depressed earnings have to ultimately pick up with the weaker euro, uh, with the low interest rates, um, and with, you know, much easier comparisons, certainly, for a lot of European uh, companies versus U.S. companies. But uh, so it, it is tough to get one's mind around the idea that, you know, you're buying into such a, a lousy economic situation, but uh, equity markets are anticipatory by nature. And so uh, there's this thinking that the ECB is effectively buying the Eurozone time with its policy and that all of those other fundamental uh, issues that are not so hot right now uh, will improve over time, uh, given that uh, policy support it's offering. Um, not so sure it will, you know, because you need to see some structural reform there that hasn't happened yet. Um, but in any event, um, there's a template that people are looking at in the United States and how the stock market responded to when the, the Fed did what it did. And I think they're just, you know, falling back on that same notion to um, to help drive European markets higher. Speaking with Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst with Briefing.com, one of the smartest market commentators that I know, and does it in a human way, which is great. Anything that you're working on that you want to make us aware of, whether it's a future column, whether it's a past column, or just something in the market that's got your craw? Well, you know, my, my view at the end of 2014 going into 2015 was that we should see the S&P 500 uh, increase in line with uh, earnings per share growth. Um, and at the time, earnings per share were expected to be up almost 9%. Um, that's been slashed considerably uh, in the last couple months. I think we're now looking at 2015 EPS growth of you know, less than 2% now. So we're, you know, I'm being forced to basically rethink that view in terms of return expectations. I still think that we're going to track with earnings per share growth, um, but notwithstanding the, the really strong February we saw, uh, we think that investors probably need to uh, be thinking more in terms of there being a lot of roller coaster action this year and perhaps not a lot of return. And so with that, you, you know, work to find ways to um, uh, seek out, you know, some really quality companies that you know are going to uh, have no trouble covering their dividend payments uh, and potentially, you know, might offer the uh, upside of capital appreciation. Thanks very much. That's always a great guest on the show, Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, uh, Briefing.com. Briefing provides an unbiased source of information into both U.S. domestic as well as international markets. There's so much to read there. I start every morning by picking up his page one. But as he referred to, Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist, also um, contributes to this show. But there's another five to seven guys there that cover everything from momentum socks, technicals, it's, it's a full-fledged, uh, full-fleshed-out must-have if you're going to be involved in the markets. 
I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online at robblack.com. I have a big webinar coming up about income and retirement next Thursday at 6.30. You can watch it or listen to it from the enjoyment of your home. Sign up today at robblack.com. We're getting close to full signups. Sign up at robblack.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.